thank you so much for checking out the Connect Church podcast. We hope you're encouraged and inspired by this week's sermon. So let's jump right in and check out this week's message. Hey, let's celebrate the Lord together this morning. Oh, for giving us a grace so, so free. And welcome to Connect Church and, and happy birthday, Connect Church. I remember three years ago as we were getting ready for our first service ever and thinking I'd missed it. I thought to myself, we are in way too big of a space for us to meet as a church. I literally thought last minute about holding the entire church service on the stage and seating people on the stage and how God has just done such wonderful things. But I want you to hear me. Today is our third birthday, uh, but today really is all about Jesus and making much of Him. It's all about the Lord who's gracious and in His goodness has allowed us to be a part of what he's doing in the life of Sevier County. And so welcome today. We are grateful that you are here. And today, as we celebrate our third birthday, it gives us the great opportunity to look forward. Today, I'm going to share a vision with you for Connect Church over the next five years. That Man, I tell you what, we've been working on for over a year now. And what a joy to be able to share. Where is it that God's going to have us? From our neighborhood to the nations in the next five years. A vision today that is grounded in God's mission to save the world through the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. It's doing this, you ready? It's seeing exactly where God is moving and as a church, us joining Him there. To see where God is moving and as a church, joining Him there. You might ask, where is it that God moves nowadays? Oh, you know this, that that God moves through His Word, that God moves through His Spirit, and that God moves through His church. And you might be visiting today and thought, man, did we pick a bad Sunday to come. No, No, listen, let today encourage you that God still uses and God still moves through His church. And today, become a prayer warrior with us as we set forth in the days ahead. Our mission is grounded in this very passage of Scripture. In Matthew chapter 28, I mentioned it last week, but it still does not change. Where Jesus, who has been crucified on the cross, rose again, said this to his disciples, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Where does our vision lie? Right here in this command, this commission of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Guys, for the past year, our staff, our our elders, our deacons, our pastors, our Our vision team, we have been pouring hours into praying, into meeting together, to working on this vision. We have traveled across this region to sit down with churches who are doing ministry the best and learning from them and encouraging them to partner with us in this vision. We have been pouring many hours into planning and today. We are so excited to share this with you. I've been wait. I couldn't sleep last night. Just excited to share this with you. And I want to begin sharing this vision the very same way we begin every staff meeting, every elders and deacons meeting here at the church, any meeting we have. We always begin by celebrating. 
celebrating where we have been and what God has done. So let's celebrate what has happened in these three short years. By the way, we have seen over 200 people place their faith and trust in Jesus Christ over the past three years. Isn't that good? Hey, let me tell you something really good. We launched the Who's Your One campaign, and there's a Who's Your One wall. It's that one person who is close to you but far from God that you're praying for. And, and you wrote down their initials on a ping pong ball, and you put it down in that wall. By the way, if you've not done that, do it today. We'd love to pray over your one. But can I tell you what happened this morning? David pointed this out to me. That among all those hundreds of white ping pong balls are 21 orange balls. Do you know what that means? Those are the initials of ones who, since we launched the campaign, have placed their faith and trust in Jesus and have been saved. Isn't that good stuff? 21 of our ones have been saved. And to God be the glory. We celebrate over 100 people taking their next steps of faith in baptism. This year alone, we've seen over 50 people Follow the Lord and believers' baptism. Our group's ministry, which is the strongest in the heartbeat of what we want to see God do in Connect Church. On any given couple weeks, we'll have four to 500 people sitting down in a group. We learn better, not sitting in rows, but by sitting in circles, sitting down, studying the Word, and fellowshipping together. We have seen our attendance here on Sunday mornings skyrocket, even in the midst of an ongoing and active COVID season. Our generosity has been strong. Let me tell you one of my favorite things to celebrate about our generosity. You're giving to the Lord through Connect Church. You ready? Look how much we've paid towards debt services. You ready? Zero dollars. If Dave Ramsey were here, he'd run through those doors and bear tap, right? Just give me a big old bear hug. Hey, zero dollars in debt payment services here in the life of Connect Church. I had Zach pull some numbers. We're on YouTube and we stream on YouTube, but we also have a presence on Facebook. And I said, Zach, since the pandemic, what does it look like? Our online services, he said, Anthony, listen, we have people who watch from all over the world all over the United States, so many who are in blue states right now that seem to be locked down a lot, who are watching our online services since the pandemic. People have consumed over 746,000 hours of Connect Church services since the pandemic was lost. We begin to find ourselves at a place where God is moving in the life of even our online community. There are Sundays where we get information in where people are telling us, hey, today I place my faith and my trust in Jesus and to the glory of God. We celebrate that. Hey, here's another celebration. Not one Sunday since we've launched Connect Church has there not been at least one person give their heart and their life to Jesus on a Sunday morning. Hey, by the way, this remains true even this Sunday morning in the first service. A precious lady came up in tears, hugged me crying that she'd given her heart and her life to Jesus and wanted to take her next step in being baptized. Man, I love that. And here's one last celebration. We're still here. Guys, listen, we were a year and a half old when we had to shut our services down. Now listen, I've served in churches that have been in existence for hundreds of years. Man, your generosity is built over that time. I really began to wonder, God, what, is, what are you going to do with our church in this time? 
And yet our generosity grew. And, and not only that, did our church begin to grow in that season? Listen to the statistics. Four out of five new churches or new church plants will not last. Of the ones that do, only one in ten will ever see a hundred people as a part of their worship services. And yet here we are. The population around us is growing eight times faster than new churches are being started. And every year, 3,500 churches close their doors forever. And yet the fact that today we sit here as a thriving and a growing church plant is a testament not to a good pastor, not to a great staff, not to a wonderful team. It is a testament of the grace and the goodness of our great God. And so we celebrate today. Amen. You know, I have one question this morning of us as we begin to look at our vision. And it's a question that's found in the story and the life of Jeremiah. So if you have your Bibles, go to Jeremiah chapter 32. I, I love this passage of Scripture. Um, it's unique. Uh, the Babylonians are laying siege to Jerusalem. It'll be only a matter of time before they take it. God has allowed this to punish the sin of His people, but also to remind them of His promise that He will, he will bring them back home one day. Well, God raises up a prophet in Jeremiah, and his message is simple. Hey, King Zedekiah, here's what you need to know. God has told me to tell you, you need to surrender to the Babylonians because this is God's doing. Now, the old king didn't much care for Jeremiah's message, so much so that he imprisons him, confines him to the courtyard while this incredible battle is going around Jerusalem. Well, it's in this time... That old Jeremiah's uncle. I think everybody has an uncle like this. <laughs> he comes to Jeremiah while in prison and says, Hey, Jeremiah, I got a piece of property I want to sell you. And yeah, it's in a war zone. Yeah, listen, the Babylonians own it. But why don't you go ahead and buy this piece of land? How many of y'all got an uncle like that, right? You know somebody like that. Jeremiah's like, You're crazy, except for God says, Jeremiah, buy the piece of property. Because you see, Jeremiah, that piece of property is going to serve as a reminder of my promise that I will bring my people back and 70 years later under Cyrus, God does. But here's where I want to focus today. This conversation between God and Jeremiah. Look at this in Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17. Jeremiah buys the piece of property. He's obedient to God and buying property in a war zone. And listen to what he says in response. Ah, sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Hey, how many of y'all know this morning that there is nothing too hard for our God? Amen? But listen to God's response. And the very question I ask of us today. In verse 27, the Lord says to Jeremiah, I am the Lord, the God of all mankind, and he asked Jeremiah this, is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for me? And church, as we begin to talk about vision, we begin to see that even property in a war zone is desirable if God is in it. And it's a reminder to us today that any vision, no matter how impossible it seems, is possible 
if God is in it. And so today, on Vision Sunday, I ask you this question. Is there anything too hard for our God? Is there anything too hard for Him? As we look into the future today, where God is leading us as a church, from our neighborhood to the very nations, i got to stop and thank Jimbo and Mandy Connor, Mike and Jessica Hale, who have seen to it through these past three years that this event center would serve as Connect Church's home. Guys, a home we don't pay a single dollar for. They've been so gracious to us. They sacrifice so much and work so hard to ensure Connect Church has a home. And by the way, we'll continue to have a home in the foreseeable future. We're not leaving yet. But ensure to see that we have a home. But as we look ahead over the next five years, Connect Church, i got to share this with you. Ready? It is time for us to start a giving campaign to build Connect Church a home. It's time. And it's been time for a while now. You might be asking yourself, well, why is it? Well, let me have you consider a few things, especially in light of us still being in right now an active COVID climate with many of our Connect Church family yet to return to church physically. Let me share some things we know to be true. You ready? Our worship space with limited social distancing. At times, it's 80% full. And days like today, it's 90% full. In our last service we just had, it was 100% full. Meaning this, we, we couldn't put any more chairs in here. You drive up in our parking lot, and today, our paved parking is full. Most of the time, it's 80 to 90% full. And studies show this, that if your parking lot is 80% full, people driving up on that parking lot will see it as completely full. With a full room and a full parking lot, we run the risk of saying to people who want to come to Connect Church, we don't have room for you. And guys, I'm going to tell you, that is not our heart. We want everybody who doesn't have a church home, who needs a family, we want everybody welcome here. You know, one of the biggest needs, the pressing, most pressing needs, is our Connect Kids space. The largest and most fruitful, the fastest growing area in the life of our church is our children's ministry. Hey, you ready? We need more room for your kids. We need more room for your grandkids. Hey, better yet, we need more room for your neighbor's kids and your co-workers' kids so they can learn about the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. But can I just stop there for a moment? All this conversation of building a home, can I remind you that our vision is one of not just building buildings, but of God building His kingdom through Connect Church? 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 9, Paul reminds us, the church, that we are co-workers in God's service. That, hey, you ready? You are God's field. You are God's building. But our vision requires a physical space that can grow as we continue to grow. So what does that vision look like? Can I share some highlights with you? If you said no, I probably still would, but I'm just going to share some highlights with you this morning. Hey, Aaron, come on out. Team, come on out. Um, 
course, this is my wife, Erin. She works with our Connect Kids and Pastor Dominic, Pastor David. Let me share with you our vision for Connect Kids. And by the way, this is short and concise. There's a lot more, but let me just give you the highlight. Matthew chapter 9, verse 14 says this. That Jesus said, let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Hey, did you know that according to Barna Research, that 50% of all professing Americans, those in America who say they are Christians and practicing Christians, 50% of them have come to faith and trust in Jesus Christ when they were a child? Do, Do you know what that means? That the greatest time for a church to reach someone with the gospel of Jesus Christ is while they're a child. It's in our children. This past Easter, in the heart of COVID, Aaron, across five services, share how many children, just children, not team, but just children we had at Connect Church. Hey, so listen, across five services, 155 children this past Easter, several months ago. Aaron, last month, as we kind of looked over our data, share with me in just two services on one Sunday morning the amount of kids you had on that Sunday, on your best Sunday in August. Guys, in four rooms downstairs. In four rooms. That doesn't talk about the many adults, the many of you that come and volunteer. What an incredible, what an incredible problem to have, but one we must address right now. So that we can say to any child that comes to Connect Church, hey, we've made room for you. We've made, we've made room for you. You know, I got to thinking about why is this so important. I thought I'd share a story with you. Uh, just a recent story. Um, just a couple months ago, the McCarter family reached out to me. And Jennifer and Brad are mom and dad. And they have a little boy by the name of Hayden. Man, we love Hayden. What about fourth grade maybe? Somewhere around fourth grade. And man, just a precious little guy. And anyway, they said, listen, he's starting to ask questions about his faith. Pastor Anthony, would you talk to him? And I'd love to talk with him. Brought him to my office. We sat down, and without question, I could see the Holy Spirit moving in him. And usually what I'll do is, is I'll right there in the office invite him to follow Jesus and, and help him do that. But man, I really wanted mom and dad to do that. I, I really wanted his mom and daddy to lead him to Jesus. And so I prayed with him, and I, I sent him on out. And that night, I got a text from him. Hey, listen, Pastor Andy, just so you know, Hayden just gave his heart and his life to Jesus. Man, I'm going to tell you, I was, yeah, this is what Connect Kids is all about here at Connect Church. And one of my favorite part of the stories is what Aaron got on a Connect card, one of those blue cards from Hayden himself. And share what that Connect card said. On it and said, get me baptized, please. <laughs> he, he wrote on there, get me baptized. And I loved it because you know what? Just not too long later after that time, here's what I had the joy of being able to do. And that's to watch this young man who's being taught about Jesus, whose family is being discipled in Christ here, take his next step in a flooded river <laughs> to, to follow the Lord in believers' baptism. Why a vision for Connect Kids? Church family, we want to see this happen. A thousand times more. Hey, ten thousand times more. Watch our children come to faith and trust in Jesus Christ. All we need is more room. 
for this kind of ministry to happen. We need more room to, to launch a preteen ministry, which we have such a great heart for, we have a plan for. All we need is a space. Hey, you ready? We want more room in our new home to be the center of foster care and adoption in Sevier County, to serve as the hub for Tennessee Key training classes to help moms and dads become foster parents. As of today, there are 164 children in custody of DCS in just Sevier County. 164 children in need of foster homes and some of forever homes. I thank God the government steps in to help our kids, but it was never envisioned of God for the government to help our kids. It's the church's job Amen. to take care of our children. And now, in Sevier County, there are only a handful of foster families to service so many children in such great need. The church must step up. We must help meet the need in our community for safer homes for foster care and adoption and forever homes for children who need them. We want every child who needs a forever home to find it through the church. A foster home to find it in God's people. And we want to be a part of that solution here at Connect Church. Hey, what would it be one day if we looked at DCS and said, you know what? We'll take care of it. And not just Connect Church, but the wonderful churches in our community, First Severeville and United Methodist Church and Pathways and Lighthouse Baptist, all the churches in our community came together and said, you know what, if we have enough means to put a roof over our cars, we'll make sure we put a roof over every kid who needs in Sevier County. I ask, is there anything too hard for our God? Is there anything too hard for him? Here's the second part of our vision, and that is in our group's ministry, to continue to see groups grow in the life of our church, continue to connect with Christ through community. Four to 500 people will be in groups this week, from children to adults. And you know what's amazing? That is about 80% of our churchgoers here. About 80% of you have a group home, and that's a pretty incredible thing. You know what my vision is? It's simple. That today, in our community, Barna would say this, that really just one in four Americans are practicing Christians, meaning they come to church at least once a month. That means there's about 75,000 people with no church home and no group. So what is our vision there? That everybody who doesn't have a church home or a group will find one and will have one. And God, would you use Connect Church to see that happen? Sound impossible? Can I ask you, is there anything too hard for our God? Here's the third part. It involves students, college students, and young adults in the life of our church, which are an important and thriving and a growing area in our church. And I wanted to be clear. Are you ready? Connect Church doesn't have a student ministry. We are a student ministry. We don't have a college young adult ministry. We are a college Young adult ministry. We see that in the life of those who are serving in groups and in missions. And you ready? It is our heartbeat to connect every student, every college student, every young adult to the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. Why? Because you know what? They matter. Hey, our students aren't our future. They are now. Right now. God wants to use them and save them and grow them. Dominic, you've been here for about six months, and 
Sometimes it feels like six years. But anyway, with that being said, um, tell us about how God's moving in our student ministry. That's right. Twelve saved. Down and share with the church too, according to Barna Research, when it comes to salvation, what does that look like from the age group of 13 to 21? So church, our vision must be focused in on those age groups in such a way that we do everything we can while God gives us time on this earth to connect every student, every child, every college student, every young adult with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. And you know what? There's a lot of students and young adults out in our community who have no church home. We want them. We we want to be their church home if they don't have one. Really, can we do it? I ask, is there anything too hard? Hey, is there anything too hard for our, our God? I want to move now to a fourth part of our vision and probably one of the more powerful ministries in the life of our church. And, and I, I shy away from using the word missions too much because, by the way, everything we do is on mission. <laughs> like, that's why I don't like it, even a part of our budget saying a missions budget. No! Every part of it is. But in our missions ministry and our vision for the next five years, David, share with us some of the highlights of what we've seen God do and where we're going. It's been something exciting here in ministry and missions here at Connect Church. You know, between some of the, the, the mission events we do, ministry events, Impact Saturday, Love Week, serving our ministry partners, which by the way, we have a few here today. We have Paul and Terry from Living Ministry. I, I think that we have also uh, Tim and Terry from Project Kenny over here. It's so good to have you guys with us today, but, but serving with them and, and in their ministries, uh, providing Kona I-Star teachers all across Sevier County, Connect Christmas, Operation Christmas Child, serving with Samaritan's Purse through Disaster Relief, and partnering with Tim Tebow and Not to Shine. In all those events, those of you that are participating in any of those, we have logged over 5,000 hours of ministry this year at Connect Church. It's just been a great year. Also, we, we have 14 different ministry partners that we serve alongside of and that we give. And all that is in, in the middle of a pandemic, which, you know, the pandemic has kind of slowed our international ministries down. We've still been able to, for, to provide for them and support them, but we've not been able to go as much. But this year, listen, this year, our goal through the leadership of the Holy Spirit is to identify and minister to two unreached people groups somewhere around the world and to reach them with a life of Jesus Christ. And our main goal is this. Just listen. Never let the sun set on Connect Church missions all around the world where the sun's up. We want to be involved in key 
Man, that's good, David. That's exactly where our heart is. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That's exactly where our vision lies. You see, here's the heartbeat, that we want to be a part of planting more churches in Sevier County and across the world, in our neighborhood to the very nations, to raise up church planners and missionaries that we send not only into the life of our own community, but around the world with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to tell you a a unique, maybe out-of-the-box way that we want to accomplish this as well, just in our own local community. And this is something I've had a heart for ever since we planted Connect Church. You know, I want our church to be on the front lines of loving a mom and a dad on the worst day of their life. And that's on the day where they lose a child. Tragically, that happens in this world that is so broken by sin. And you know what's amazing? As a church, we are unapologetically for life. We are unapologetically that life matters from the womb to the very tomb. Because of this, every person, no matter how small, bears the very image of our great God. And oftentimes families who experience the tragic death of a child have no plans or funds to bury that child. We've learned that over our ministry experience and talking with local OBGYNs and even the funeral home. And so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a couple of acres, and we're going to open up a graveyard. For Sevier County residents who lose a child, whether it's a stillborn child, or whether a child is born too young and just it can't breathe on its own, it just won't make it a, a child who dies after birth, Whatever the tragic loss of that child may be, for Sevier County residents, they will have a place where they can come and they can bury their child free of cost. And Connect Church will have ministry teams ready to come alongside of that family, to love them, to walk beside them, and to point them to Jesus. You see, Connect Church, our vision is not only in our neighborhood, but to the very nations. And I ask you this, is there anything too hard for our God? Is there anything too hard for them? Team, thank you. Thank you guys so much. As they, as they kind of leave the stage, yeah. Let me share with you the fifth part of our vision. Again, we're highlighting this. You know, on average, a, a typical church will use their facilities about 9% of the time. Meaning this, most churches sit empty most of the time. Here at Connect Church in this vision, if we're going to manage this amount of resources, if we're going to build a new home, hey, I'm not using it 90% of the time. We're going to use it 90% of the time to connect people with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, here's a unique unique way we're going to do this. You ready? In our vision, within the next five years, we will launch Connect Christian Academy, a Christian school, kingdom education right here in our backyard. Y'all ain't supposed to respond like that. Hey, listen to me. By very much, just by announcing this, there's an immediate rub. Why? Because it's oftentimes seen in a community that to begin a Christian school is to abandon the public schools. And anybody who brings that charge to me, no sir, no ma'am. That is not at all. Hey, our launching Connect Christian Academy is not a reaction to a public school. Rather, it is a response to the leading of the Holy Spirit 
of God in the life of your leadership here at Connect Church. Now, I want you to hear me. Let me talk about public schools for a minute. Do you know that every member of our staff is a product of Sevier County Public Schools? Won state championships with our public schools. Our dearest friends have come from public schools. Hey, do you know this? That my sweet mama, mama went to the first service. Is she in here again? She was in the first service. She's out back smoking. Okay, anyway. Hey, so, so my mom, listen. My mama, 25 years strong, still a public servant in our public schools. Dominic, our youth pastor, worked in the special education department and rode a school bus with individuals with special needs. David has served on chaplains on multiple teams and assistant coaches in and throughout our public schools. Myself, I've been a substitute teacher. I worked in the special education department. I drove a school bus, which I wrecked twice, but that's besides the point. And here's the deal. We love our public schools. And I want you to listen, church. We will continue to love our public school teachers, administrators, and students. We will continue to minister to our public schools like we do to this very day. We'll take dozens of families here in the next month from our public school systems and we will provide Christmas for them in so many other ways that we love on our public schools and we'll continue to do so. Hey, we will continue every Sunday to send out our teachers, their staff and students into our public schools to be salt and to be light, all while providing a Christian, a kingdom education option right here in our backyard. And you know what? It's okay to do that. It's okay. It adds value to our community. What's that going to look like? We'll begin by launching simultaneously a Mother's Day Out program, meeting a huge need in our community for, for child care, a preschool program, a K-3 through program, and watch as the years come until ultimately we culminate in a K-12 through Christian kingdom education option here in Sevier County. Hey, our, our building, our land, our future home won't sit empty during the week. We will utilize this incredible tool to connect students and children and their families to the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. Hey, again, I ask you, church family, is there anything too hard for our God? All right, let me share with you the last highlight, and then we'll be done. Hey, I'm going to get one of my team uh, one of my pa- Could y'all get me a small bottle of water out of my office? Can somebody on my team make sure? I, I'm fixing to be I can't talk anymore, which would probably be great for you guys, so don't get one if you don't want me to talk anymore. But anyway, if one of y'all would grab me one, that would be great. Joey, would you make sure they could? Let me share with you the last part of this before we talk about the next steps. And that is this. Did you know that it's estimated that 5 to 10% of the world's disabled individuals aren't reached effectively with the gospel. Making the disability community one of the largest unreached, and some say underreached or hidden people groups in the world. Hey, Jesus was aware that this population might be overlooked, that people with disabilities might go unnoticed. Thank you, brother. And that's why he targets them in the Great Commission in Luke chapter 14, 12 through 24. I want you to hear me at Connect Church. We love Children, 
and we love individuals with special needs. And here's what we're convinced, that Jesus loves them even more. Amen. Aaron, back in 2019, began a special needs ministry where we created buddies who would go along with special need families and, and take care of children, be dedicated just to them. And oh, how we've seen God bless it. In fact, even in our baptism video during the psalm, we saw one of our children with special needs take their next step of faith in Jesus Christ. We are Tim Tebow's foundation. We are the host tonight to shine in Sevier County, which is a prom night worldwide for individuals with special needs. But I want you to hear me. We must do more to reach this precious population. So what does that look like in a new home? Man, it looks like what we have visited and what we have seen. And that is to build a large room designed specifically for children with special needs. A large sensory perception room that will serve to foster an environment where children can effectively learn more about the gospel and about Jesus' love for them to build a playground like none other, a playground that has the ability for children with no special needs and those with special needs to come together and play and to learn from one another. We want to see that in our future home, we're going to be building a coffee shop, a coffee shop in our future home that will allow individuals with special needs, that will welcome them to serve and to run that coffee shop. So the, here's what we want to see done. The value and the dignity of work to take place, to offer job training, and connect church to a partner with local big businesses to say this, look, if they've come and they've worked at our coffee shop, they've been trained, and they are ready to bring great value to your business. Let's employ them together. Did you know that 80% of individuals with special needs are out of the workforce altogether? Of the 20% that are in the workforce, the unemployment rate for them is over two times that of an individual who doesn't have special needs. It's time that we make a difference here. Amy Wright, the founder of Biddy and Bo's Coffee Shop, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but she started a coffee shop in the very model that we're going to employ in our new home. See, Biddy and Bo are her children, and they both have Down syndrome. And they are young kids, but she began a coffee shop that employs individuals with special needs. That's their workforce. And it's a beautiful thing to see. I, I challenge you to Google them. But she was accepting an award one night. And she looked at the camera. And she said this, Biddy and Bo, I wouldn't change you for the world. But I will change the world for you. Connect Church. We are going to bring that type of change to the church world. And it is needed today. It is needed today. Can I show y'all a picture of my barber? No, this is a good picture of you. This is no, any handsome fella. Listen, he's a vet, and he owns Operation Barber Company down in downtown Sevierville. You just go in there, and you feel like a man. You know what I'm talking about? It just smells like a man. You just feel like a man going in there. And Noah's my barber. And I, a couple months ago, I went into Operation Barber Company, and, uh, and I wanted a haircut. And let me tell you how cool Noah is. It literally takes about two minutes to do my hair, okay? Uh, no ball jokes. But anyway, it takes about two minutes. And Noah was extra gracious that day. He took thir about 30 minutes on my hair, which means he cut 
each one individually, right? On that day, just to make me feel better. And uh, while we had a chance to talk, I asked him, how you doing? And you know, I'm so grateful he did. He told me the truth. You see, Noah and Erica, who we dearly love, friends from years, for years, have a precious little girl, Adeline. And she wrestles with trisomy and a, and a debilitating disease for her. She has special needs, but can I, can I tell you what you ought to do? Is you ought to go creeping on them on Facebook. She's a beautiful child. You should go see their picture. She's beautiful. As Noah and I were sitting, I was sitting there, he was cutting my hair. He shared with me how hard it is to be a family with a child who's beautiful and such a blessing but has some special needs. And he poured his heart out to me. Talked about how hard it was to even go to church and hadn't been in a while and how lonely it can get. And listen, every family in here who loves someone with special needs knows exactly what they're talking about. They're not alone in that. And man, we get done and I say goodbye to Noah and I head to my truck and immediately I call my wife and say, Aaron, listen, Noah just cut my hair. We gotta do something. We got I, I told Noah, I said, listen, we have a buddy system here. Why, why don't y'all take, just come, on, come to church. We have a buddy system. And he's just like, Andy, you understand? It's, there's specialized nurses that have to tend to her. And I called Aaron and said, Aaron, we got to do something. I said, here's what we're going to do. This week, we are going to call the nursing agency that kind of gives them their nurses for home care, and we're going to offer to pay one of them. And if all we can afford is one Sunday a month, we're going to pay one Sunday a month for one of those nurses to take care of her so Erica and Noah can go to any church they want to. We just want them to do it. Oh, listen. Hey, you got to save your applause for a minute. This gets really good. <laughs> so, so I call Aaron. This is on a Tuesday. The next night is a Monday night or Wednesday night. And I'm preaching. We had an identical service at that time. Now we do groups, but we had an identical service. I'm preaching my guts out. We get done, and we're doing, getting ready to send everybody out. I said, hey, church, by the way, we're fixing to do Tim Tebow's Night to Shine. It's COVID, so we can't meet together. So we're going to take care of these children's special needs and through a drive through all that good stuff. And I stopped, having just been in Noah's shop the day before. He said, church family, we got to do better. I read the statistics I share with you today. We got to do better on reaching these families. Well, I get done preaching. I send everybody out. And I, I, I'm standing down here, and usually after a sermon, people come up and talk with me, and I get a chance to talk with them. And, and I started noticing out of the corner of my eye, there's a sweet lady back here I've never seen, and she's eyeballing me. And I thought, security. You know, okay. Uh, so I was just kind of watching her the whole time, and, and I finally get back to her. And she has a look in her eye, and I said, hi, I'm Pastor Anthony. She says, Pastor Anthony, my name is Bonnie. I said, Bonnie, it is... So nice to meet you. I said, I, I've never seen you before. Thank you for visiting Connect Church. She stopped me. She said, the barber you're speaking of, is that Noah? I said, well, sure. Yeah, it's Noah. Adeline, his daughter, yeah. That, that is his little girl. She goes, I'm her nurse. And I went, what? She said, I, I'm her nurse. And I went, you're freaking me out. Yeah. I said, why are you here? And she looked at me and she said, I'm kind of new to town. I've been watching my church back home at Florida online. But God started to get in hold of my heart about finding a church here locally to be involved in. So on Tuesday, probably while I was sitting in Noah's chair and he took an hour on my two hairs, he uh, 
she took to searching online and found Connect Church out of Wednesday night service. And she said she prayed about coming. She knew she had to be here. And then she told me that God had put on her heart one thing to tell me, and she didn't even know my name. I will serve. I said, wait a second, Bonnie. He said, you're freaking me out. I said, would you be willing for us to hire you maybe one, I don't know how much you run for, but hiring you one Sunday a month to watch Adeline so that Erica and Noah can come to church. And she stopped me. She said, no, pastor, you don't understand. God told me to tell you I will serve. And you know that since that day, I've seen Erica and Noah and your beautiful little family every, almost every Sunday here in the life of Connect Church. And isn't that good how God can move? And you know what? It was just God's seal of approval going, listen, Anthony, serve this community, these families. And you know what I begin to ask this morning? Is there anything too hard for our God? Is there anything too hard for Him? You know, I've shared with you some of the highlights of our vision. Guys, there is much more. I've preached through this message ten times this week to concise it to fit where you can still have lunch today. (laughs) And there's so much more. But today we share with you where God is leading us. So here's our goals for the next five years on the screen. We want to see a thousand people at least come to faith and trust in Jesus and help them take their next step. We want to see at least 1,500 people, many of which who have no church home, as we're talking today, find a church home here at Connect Church. To see four to five campuses and churches planted in our community, in our region, and around the world. To see a thousand people in Connect groups to see 1,000 people serving the Lord in the life of Connect Church over a month, to see 300 students and children and college students and young adults connect through the local church and in groups, to see two unreached people groups reach with the gospel. By the way, we're working on that right now behind the scenes. To see the main campus of Connect Church built and Connect Church Christian Academy launched for the sun to never set on the missions of Connect Church and to open a coffee shop and to do real good ministry the life of families with individuals with special needs. And this is where we pray God will take us in the next five years. So what does that look like? That looks like beginning a giving campaign for the next two years. And to begin to raise the funds to purchase land. By the way, I really don't want to buy land. I'm already praying. I've prayed over every landowner in Sevier County that God will give us land. I drive almost every day I drive up on their properties. I drive over sidewalks. (laughs) I use a hunting app, and I figure out what their name is, and I pray over them by name that God would give us land. (laughs) So, yeah, that's good until I'm in prison next weekend. But um, here's our phase two part of this, to begin site work for the future home of Connect Church and to prepare for the launch of Connect Christian Academy. Hey, guys, this is in years ahead. Let me tell you something. I am I'm expecting and I'm praying for God to do it quicker than years ahead. Here's what I hope. Somebody calls up today and says, listen, I've got about 30 acres for you right in the heart of Sevier County. Here's what else I'm praying. Somebody will come and say, I'm going to build the building for you. And you know what? I don't know that this is how it happens. My hope is we get the land today, we do the site work tomorrow, and we open three days from now. <laughs> now, it may not usually work out that way, but, but listen, I say all that to say, 
Guys, as soon as God will allow it and provide, we're going to move ahead with that. And so what do we do? We pray like never before. We pray over this vision. We pray for the land. Not land we're going to buy, but land that God works out to give. We're going to pray over the leadership. This is your, your staff pastors. We call, we're called elders in the Bible. There are staff pastors, our, our deacons, our vision team that I'm going to be sharing with you more of them over the next couple weeks to pray over this and the various projects that we're going to face in the days ahead. So we're going to pray like never before here in just a minute. Our team, hey, by the way, our generosity team, uh, why don't we go ahead and have them start passing these out right now? Um, this is, this is our vision in a really nice-looking booklet. <laughs> By the way, our entire vision is at connectchurch5.com. You can see this booklet in digital form. But this is going to give you a little bit more details and share this vision with you. But you know what? I want us to pray over this like never before. Uh, we have one for each family. Take it home. Put it in the middle of your kitchen table and pray over it. Let your kids draw on it and add more better art to it than we have to offer. And let's pray over this vision together because we've got to pray like never before and as our team comes around we've also got to share like never before and first and foremost share the gospel of Jesus Christ guys there are 21 people in the past few weeks who have gone from death to life in Jesus Christ because you've led your one to Jesus share the gospel like never before. I want to see a church that grows, not just from disgruntled members to coming to a new church because you're mad at somebody over there. Not because I want to see a church grow with people who are lost, who come to faith and trust in Jesus Christ. We've got to share the gospel like never before. But you know what? Share this vision on social media. Hey, share it by telling others our vision. Who knows who God may move in their heart to be a part of this? Who may not even come to connect church, but want to see a church, want to see a school in the backyard of Sevier County. We need to share like never before. And then, everybody's favorite, give like never before. To give like never before. And we, in this, in this campaign, guys, it's not your weekly generosity or your tithing if you've been in the church world. This is above and beyond the tithe. For Aaron and I, let me tell you how that looks. And just to set the example, Aaron and I give 11% of everything that comes into our home. For here at the church where we're, where we're paid to our business, 11% goes straight to the Lord through Connect Church. Every bit of, you know what else we do? Oh, we give to St. Jude's Hospital. We have a compassion child that we sponsor every month and we have for years. I give to Tunnels to Towers because that's one of the greatest wonderful charity organizations out there. We give. And so here's what we're going to do, and we've saved it for this, for this week. Aaron and I are going to sit at the kitchen table. We're going to put a calculator in our hands, and we're going to go, where is it that we still can give our 11% of everything we make to the Lord through Connect Church? We continue to have a compassion child in St. Jude's and, and uh, Tunnels to Towers and all the other charities we support. And how is it that we can give sacrificially above that to seeing Connect Church have a home? And that's what this building campaign looks like. And you know what? We hope to raise these funds over the next two years, but may God even do it quicker. And we're ready for Him to do just that. Now, how much are we talking? Brace yourselves. Everybody okay? Uh, we went down to Alabama. Really, probably the only good thing from Alabama is a church called Church of the Highlands. 
And let me tell you why they're good. I saw some of y'all with Alabama shirts on today. It just breaks my heart. Um, let me tell you what's about Church of the Highlands. They're the second largest church in America. On this Sunday, they'll have 55,000 people across one of their 23 campuses. 55,000 people. Millions more tuning in online. They are the sixth largest church in the world. They just got it going on. They're doing really good. We went and spent time with them. They dedicated their project manager who builds 23 campuses for them. They dedicated an entire day with us as we viewed how do you build a modern church at the cheapest level possible. Not to this scale. Guys, this room right here, when it was built, was the highest dollar you could build a space. How do we build in the future in such a way that's cost-effective, modern, but is used by God to see every bit of our vision take place? We met with them, and they began to tell us what we needed to build. They gave us such wonderful insight, and I'm going to share with you the dollar amount that they said this project would take. And it's right here and in your book, $10 million. Now, some of y'all are going, that's a big number. Some of y'all may have just thrown up in your mouth just a little. Some of y'all are like, that's not a big number. I need to see you right after this is over um, for that person. But this is putting aside that land might be given. This is putting aside, finding cost-effective ways. Uh, finally, Lowe's and Home Depot may be dropping a couple of the prices on their, on their building materials. But in our market and our economy, he said... And gave us this idea and this projection as we looked at their, their buildings and things like this. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Some of you may be like, see, that's just it. A church again, all they want is money. I don't know where you've been. That's not here. That's not here. I, I'm going to tell you something. I've lost sleep over this vision. Last night I didn't sleep. Not because of the dollar amount. But because of the absolute passion and burden I have to see that all of this vision comes to fruition in the life of our church. Hey, why doesn't a number like this scare me? God owns it all. Hey, He owns it all. I've never touched that much monopoly money. But I know this, that God owns it all. And so we pray like never before. We give like never before. Aaron and I, you have our word that we are going to leverage our personal finances and our business finances to see that this goal comes true and to fruition. And to see God use it. Well, Anthony, then where are the pledge cards, right? This is what's, what's next, right? Where are the pledge cards? We didn't even bring them out today. We don't want you to have pledge cards. Why? We want you just to take this vision and for the next seven days and next 28 days, pray over it. In every one of your uh, little brochures there, there's a, uh, there's a bookmark. Mine has fallen out on the floor somewhere, but I promise. No, there it is. Um, you have a bookmark, and it has 28 days of prayer. In 28 days, on October 24th, we're going to have a pledge Sunday where we bring pledge cards and say, hey, this is what God's going to do. But here's the deal. We don't want you pledging today. We honestly just want you praying today. Praying over this vision. Praying for your part, guys. We need the widow's might to be just as invested and useful as a millionaire's million. We want everybody having skin in this game so that we stand in a new home and God does all these things that He set in motion that we can all celebrate together. Now, you might be visiting today and say, wait a second, though. I'm here one Sunday and I want to give. 
to this mission. Some folks, Debbie, haven't they already have done so? Debbie's our treasurer, and she came up to me and said, by the way, Anthony, <laughs> people have already been giving money towards the vision this morning. You want to do that? There's a purple envelope, and online, there's a way to do that. But Connect Church family, I want you to really take this and pray over it. Your kids are going to have something they take home today. It's a prayer chain, and they're just going to be praying for the vision of Connect Church. Pray over this together. Look at what it is to leverage your personal generosity and your business generosity. Let me, trust you. Let me tell you to trust me on this. With your money, at times you'll invest in the stock market. You'll invest in very, various investments to bring the best ROI, right? The best return on your investment. Now, we do that. Some of our retirements and stocks and all this kind of stuff. But can I tell you and continue to tell you what brings the best ROI, the best return on my investment ever? Given to the Lord through His church. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Anthony, why, why today? Why launch it today? I'm 39 years old. And if I stop eating bacon, I think I have about 20 more years <laughs> of effective pastoring. I think maybe I might be effective for another 20 years in God's goodness and grace. And I'm going to stay here at Connect Church. I'm going to be here at Connect Church. And you know what I don't want to do? I don't want to spend the rest of the 20 years of my effective part as a pastor dreaming small dreams that we can accomplish. I want to spend the next 20 years dreaming big dreams that only God can accomplish. And church, I want us to dream that together. This is not about money today. It's about serving on the front lines of God's, God's mission to save the world. And how do we position ourselves there in the next five years? And you know, here's two things I'm convinced of as we close. You ready? Number one, God is for His church. By the way, I'm not just talking Connect Church. God is for His church, the wonderful churches in our community who are right now opening God's Word and preaching it, calling people to follow Jesus. You ready? God is for His church. I'm certain of two things today. God is for His church, and all of hell is against this vision. Bring it. Bring it. I'm reminded in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, that not even the gates of hell can overcome, can prevail against His church. And so I ask you, church, again I ask, is there anything too hard for our God. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date on our services. If you'd like to give to support our ministry, you can do that at our website. That's connectchurchpf.com. Hope you enjoyed and have a great week.